0: It's DTS 192, and we have a lot of pre patch notes for 114. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Show. What is good everyone and welcome to Destiny the Show, the Destiny news podcast to keep you, the Guardian, ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. I am BBK Dragoon. I'm joined as always by my great co-host Diddy. How was your week? Is it feeling a little warm? Because it's very nice here weather-wise. It's like a huge shift from like 20 degrees warmer
1: than it was a few weeks ago. It was uh, 83 degrees yesterday, woohoo! and it's 64 degrees now, so we had a a slight cold front come in. (laughs) Cold front, oh my gosh. Uh, But other than that, busy week. Uh, Today we made, or are making, Kevin's famous chili from The Office. Binging with Babish did, uh, he's a chef YouTuber, did a video about it, and he has a recipe on it, and we followed it to the T, so we're making that today, and it's going to be delicious sounds super
0: good. What kind of meat are you guys putting in this? Because this had a, a lot of contention in last week's show, dude. The pro, the <laughs> pea protein. Thank you to the person this who pointed is, that out in the comments.
1: This is 100% legit red meat. It's, yeah. uh, it's ground chuck steak. So basically the meat that you would make ground beef out of, but not ground up. <laughs> uh, it's just the steak. You chop it up into small little chunks uh, because it's nice steaky bits in that chili. So it's pretty nice. Mm.
0: Sounds pretty good. I got the first mountain bike ride of the season in yesterday, man. Nice. It's that dry. Only one trail out here. Uh doesn't have snow in the shady spots, but it's really fun to
1: get out there. I'm way they happier those, in spring, summer, and fall. They make those bikes with like the ski in front and the tracks and the as the rear wheel for mm-hmm. snow. Yeah. You ever tried one of those? You should definitely mm-hmm. do that. No, I snowboard <laughs> in the winter. You know,
0: those ski bikes are really cool and there are some amazing riders at it, but it it's pretty different like it's it's a very different thing and i'd honestly like i feel like you'd come back in the winter and try and do stuff on the dirt that you're doing on the snow and the consequences of landing on the dirt is a lot worse than the snow most of the time yeah so um, anyway uh this week at Bungie, we've got a lot to cover it's the pre-patch notes per se for update 114 the gotta go fast update this one will be very crucible centric and focused however a lot of the weapons are getting pve buffs across the board with hopes from both diddy and myself that it's going to bring some more fun into the PVE side of the game. We're going to go through all of them today and uh, sort of save our opinions on the patch in general until the end of the show. That way we can get through all of the lists and you guys can learn what's coming down the pipeline if you've been away from Destiny for a bit and you're stepping back in for this update to see if it's worth your time or not. Um, hopefully this is a good way to catch you up. With all that said, let's get into the news. All right, Diddy, so this week at Bungie brought with it an overview of patch 114, which is arriving at the end of March. Why don't we start going through some of the main changes, beginning with the respawn and revive tuning changes across the board, and then we'll go into
1: power ammo and further on there. Absolutely. Just heads up, this patch is coming May, May, March 27th. Uh, So that is a Tuesday, so just a few weeks away. Uh, For the respawn and revive changes, they are tuned in all game modes. Player respawn timers for all quick play modes have been reduced to two seconds. Not by two seconds, to two seconds. Player respawn timers for survival have been reduced to seven seconds. Revive lockout time in countdown has been reduced to seven seconds. Players no longer lose revive tokens on death. Okay. Okay. Power ammo respawn
0: timers were adjusted across the board as well. In Iron Banner, it's been reduced by 50%. Respawn timers for all quick play modes have been reduced by 30%. Power ammo respawn timers in survival have been reduced by 40% and in countdown by 25%.
1: Nice. Ammo counts have also been adjusted in relation to these timers and in relation to the weapon types as well. So in almost all cases, weapons either retain the same ammo count or received a buff. Swords and rockets were brought down to stay in line with the rest of the weapon offerings.
0: Mm -hmm. So enemy players will now drop their power ammo bricks upon death. It is like old school destiny. We're Mm -hmm. going back in time, Diddy. Uh, The brick is now networked to all players, regardless of faction. Secure the power ammo to keep it from your foes or steal off your enemy's ghosts. But be quick because these bricks don't stay in the world forever. And uh, essentially, those are the big macro changes that are happening to the game types themselves. Except for one enormous thing that they're doing in competitive which includes
1: trials And what is that so they are actually removing the radar from competitive modes Mm -hmm. removing the tracker from all comp and trials game modes Mm -hmm. that is uh that's interesting
0: that's a big change and it's something we're going to hit on here in just a second because if you guys didn't play destiny one there was a no radar game type called Inferno mixed reactions for that. And of course, there was the notorious spooky trials weekend during Festival of the Lost, which if I do remember correctly, had was it the lowest like trials participation ever, did he?
1: Uh, no, I think that was last week. Oh, <laughs>
0: dang. Dang. Diddy's savage out
1: here, my man. (laughs) For Destiny 1, I believe it was a lower population playlist, yeah, for the the spooky trials. Because random stuff would just pop up on your screen to scare you. But it would get in the way of the gameplay. (laughs) Some people liked spooky trials
0: weekend and other people didn't. Again, we'll touch on that change in our opinions of it. Near the end of the patch notes. So, we're sliding a little bit further down to talk more about the actual class changes that are coming to you know, Strider, Sentinel, Striker, um, and of course, Diddy's gonna have to mention the Night Stalker thing. <laughs> Dawnblade <laughs> is getting buff, thank you. Um, so, all three glides, Catapult and Strafe Lift, have been retuned and buffed to make them faster and more unique. The mobility stat range has been expanded and completely retuned as well. In short, everyone gets faster and the high end is higher. The player's ground speed cap has been increased, allowing for faster total movement speed, regardless of how you may get there. What's also changing Diddy with the uh, the classes?
1: So for Arc Strider, Sentinel, and Striker, of course they all move faster and at the same speed as one another while in their supers. So that's actually a pretty nice change. For Arc Strider as a whole is performing they think it's performing well in PVP but mostly due to its neutral game perks so it's not aggressive it's not defensive just kind of that neutral natural game uh, we've made they bungie have made the change in the in an effort to get the super to be more competitive options so they've added a faster attack animations to the arc strider faster dodge animations and increased the range of all attacks so that mystical battle staff will reach a little farther
0: Yep, shoulder charge changes are gonna be reverted, basically allowing shoulder charge to be used as a movement mode once again. And the Dawn Blade is getting a buff. I saw Dawn Blade when I played <laughs> Iron Banner this last week, Diddy, which I didn't even mention. I actually had some fun playing Iron Banner on the PC this last week, but yeah. it's the first Dawn Blade I've seen in PVP <laughs> in an incredibly long time. So for the Dawn Blade, they've reduced the cost for throwing swords, allowing for one additional throw. Increased the super duration extension gained from Everlasting Fire, the perk. Removed all in-air accuracy penalties while Swift Strike is active. Reduced the Icarus dash cooldown. Increased the grenade and melee energy. Heat rises uh, gives you per kill. So essentially, you're gonna be able to throw an extra sword, the dash, the Icarus dash cooldown, which is a lot like um, Garrison. That's going to be coming up a little bit faster. I don't know if you're going to see people still choosing this over the other classes, um, but so far I think it's pretty cool. Now, what's uh, coming up, Diddy, with the Night Stalker stuff?
1: They're changing the invisibility on the Dodge and the Smoke. Okay. Uh, or they're updating it, right? Yeah. So invisibility on Dodge no longer breaks aim assist or projectile tracking in PvP. This is unchanged in PvE. So difference there in the game modes dodging still breaks both aim assist and projectile tracking but only for the duration of the actual dodge so the invisibility on dodge doesn't break the tracking but the dodge does Uh, increase the duration of invisibility on dodge by one second increase the duration of smoke bomb invisibility by one second so really this is one of those
0: impacts that are really only going to be felt primarily by the console players you know yeah i agree supers recharge faster for everyone supers now recharge a minute 40 faster minute and 40 seconds faster that's a cooldown reduction of 25 percent that is going to be probably the most tangible immediate change that everybody's going to experience off the bat because like the base timer if there's like nothing helping you out i think you're in the five minutes or something ridiculous yeah so to have that tuned down at that level, if you're performing well, you might start seeing a heck of a lot more supers out there. You've got masterworks in the mix as well. So
1: I'm excited about that one.
0: I'm holding my, I'm holding my opinions off till the <laughs> end,
1: Diddy. What's next? <laughs> so next we have the the mods that reduce grenade, melee, and class ability cooldowns have been buffed to allow for the, for up to two times faster cooldowns. This is, of course, not replacing Mods 2.0, which was, of course, recently delayed. And there's going to be more information here in just a little bit. Totally. So let's talk about the weapon changes that are coming down the
0: pipeline. Pulse rifles are getting a PVE damage buff. Thank goodness. Increased rate of fire for adaptive and high impact pulses. They needed that increased base damage for adaptive high impact and the rapid fire pulses so across the board right there increased precision multiplier for the lightweight pulses decreased the precision multiplier for the adaptive pulses this keeps precision damage close to where it is now putting most of the buff into body shots though it is still an increase in precision damage overall i'm pretty excited about that again because pulse rifles have just been kind of pushed to the back of the bus it feels like
1: Yep. Scout rifles, they're also increasing the PVE damage for all scouts, and they're increasing the base damage for high-impact scouts, so that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. With hand cannons, increased
0: PVE damage. I'm seeing a theme here, Diddy. (laughs) Increased precision (laughs)
1: multiplier for precision hand
0: cannons, increased hip fire accuracy on consoles, and increased ADS accuracy on consoles. That is something so interesting, isn't it? We've really not seen this distinction before in the patch notes, where they're actually addressing what a lot of people have talked about, PC hand cannons feel better than the console hand cannons. Mm -hmm. and They have said, I'm almost certain it's the same. But this goes against that, it's like a contradiction, I feel like. But I'm not going to look too much into it, I'm just saying, this is cool, I, I like hearing about stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it is nice to hear that distinction. Now, for sidearms, of course, you guessed it, increased PVE damage for all sidearms. They're also increasing the hipfire accuracy, ADS accuracy, increasing the inventory size, which which will allow for more reserve ammo as well. And they're increasing the minimum range, and they're adding ADS movement bonus. So, sidearms are going to be lethal right now.
0: (laughs) Okay. SMGs increased PVE damage. Set optics to 1.3x and increased
1: inventory size, allowing for more reserve ammo. Linear fusion rifles did not, I'm just kidding, they did, increase <laughs> PVE damage on all linear fusions, increased precision multiplier, so get those headshots or stomach shots on Callus. and they're increasing the aim assist and reducing the flinch multiplier. For shotguns,
0: increased PVE damage, increased inventory Woo! size, and increased aim assist for the
1: Suros precision shotguns. Sniper rifles, again, increased PVE damage for all snipers, increased precision multiplier, increased aim assist, and increased inventory size, which again, allows for more reserved ammo. The grenade launcher
0: does not see any PVE damage changes. It just gets <laughs> increased blast radius.
1: Well, I guess that's kind of a pseudo PVE buff because, I don't know, increased blast radius, more damage. Anyways, assault rifles decreased range and aim assist stats for precision autos i.e the uriel's gift tier and the base damage is not changed yes so uh,
0: essentially well, we'll cover that in a second but uriel's and that archetype will not be the long distance laser beams that they currently are but you're still going to see the exact same time to kill out of those weapons if you're in the mid-range so nice. Now, for a few mods, or excuse me, perks that are getting some updates here. High Impact Reserves, they're increasing the PvE damage. Kill Clip, increasing that PvE damage. Rampage, increased the PvE damage and increased the duration. I've talked about Rampage in a couple of weapon review videos. I'm glad to see that there's a longer duration there, maybe to get the stacks up. Dragonfly, or not awesome Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> increased damage, increased radius, stronger visual
1: effects. What else, did he? Grave Robber, which is... Actually, a secret personal favorite of mine on hand cannons. They're increasing the... Uh, or the Sorry. For Grave robber they're going to do the reloads half the magazine as opposed to 0.3 of the magazine. There you go. That's a yeah. personal favorite of mine, actually. Time payload splits damage 55
0: explosives by 45 direct instead of previous split, which was more direct damage. And explosive rounds are seeing a bit of a nerf. Decreased PvE explosive round damage. This decrease has been compensated for with an increase in PvE damage for the base weapons. Your weapons with explosive rounds will not do less damage after 1-1-4. One, one, this is good. Explosive rounds became such a huge deal, especially in the early days of
1: Destiny 2. So I'm, it makes sense to see it kind of tuned back down. Yeah, the two weapons that I can think of that use explosive rounds are the Nameless Midnight, which is that scout rifle everyone recommended when Callus first came out, and then the uh, the Better Devils as well.
0: Yep. Huge reason why those weapons were so strong to begin with. Mods 2.0 is still in the works, when the works. Um, they they wanted to sort of point that out that all these changes have been made in mind for Mods 2.0 coming out sometime down the road, but it is not a replacement
1: of Mods 2.0. So.
0: Nice. More details on the Night Stalker thing, Diddy, or are you cool with where they left it at?
1: I think we're pretty good there. I mean, they just go into a slightly more detail about yep. the invisibility changes. I Personally, it's not that big of a deal to me, but I can see how it would affect a lot of players. The
0: Sniper Flinch, they have managed to figure out the bug that was making the flinch almost impossible for them to tune, and it will be eradicated in this upcoming update and they actually included some playtest footage of a guy absolutely going off with the leviathan sniper and it was nice to see so i'm curious what they're probably playing on pc it looked like while he was using a controller so yeah that foe is definitely pc all right (laughs) i want to hit the feedback from you and i on two angles the pve front which is the
1: easier of the two and then the pvp front on the pve side how do you feel about this I was extremely surprised and happy to see all of the weapon archetypes increased PvE damage, right? That's that's a distinction that has not been made very frequently with Destiny weapon tuning updates, right? They do one, yep. they, they change it for PvP and it affects PvE negatively. That's been a, a very common theme. Here, not the case. They're giving everything some love instead of nerfing the standouts, They're bringing everything else up, and I think that's a really nice way to go about things. So I'm probably going to be using some sidearms. Uh, Some of the devs, I think Wysanuski just, he tweeted out the other day about um, the strum and the drang, someone playing that in Rumble came out top of the leaderboards because it was just a strong combo. So I think that's going to be something to look out for. Of course, you used to ask me about PvE, and I just gave you a PvP example, but... Uh, The shotguns, of course, the first time they buffed shotguns in PvE in Destiny 1, it was the greatest thing ever, so I'm really excited to see what they do there.
0: I think you're going to see more diversity. I'm excited for the PvE side of this. I think a little bit more than the PvP side because I have a hard time picturing how the PvP stuff is going to work without trying it for myself. Um, When it comes to PvE... I would say across the board, most people feel Destiny 2. You don't have that power fantasy that you do in Destiny 1. Right. Granted, I think a lot of us have this picture in our mind of end of Destiny 1, year 3, where you truly have got quite the arsenal locked down. They've really refined things to a T, and you know, you're know, you just going to town. You know the mechanics, all that jazz. I, I hope it becomes more of that fun romp that you had in Destiny 1, whereas I feel like a lot of times when I'm, I've been trying to solo Nightfalls in Destiny 2 since the Nightfall scoring update, mm-hmm. and I just don't feel that strong. I, I It doesn't give me the same sense that I'm really pushing out power like a, a complete space legend or something like that. And maybe this is going to help. I think, like you said, the distinction between buffing in PvE and buffing in PvP is a step closer to... The distinction where they would balance the two separate of one another we're not there yet but you realize like Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a step in that direction right yeah absolutely agreed all right the harder part the pvp side of things i want to hit on the no radar and trials before we get into (laughs) the actual changes to the weapons and stuff this will either be hit or miss no middle ground is my prediction and i'm predicting miss purely because Well, uh, let me just give a little bit more of a distinction. A miss on the console and a maybe on PC. No radar on console is going to be frustrating in the sense that the footstep cues, the noises for enemy footsteps, while they exist, thankfully in Destiny 2, they're pretty challenging to hear on both platforms. But there's a very narrow FOV on console. And so getting flanked from somebody who's gonna be off your screen will likely be a more regular occurrence. At the same time, on PC, you can sort of get that wider FOV, maybe a better sense of the battlefield, snapshot onto things a little bit quicker.
1: Twenty-one I, by nine I, monitors,
0: <laughs> super wide. It's like Diddy will yep. continually be in a corner, being like, "Nobody getting behind me today."
1: Uh, it's ultra wide, not super wide. Get oh, it right. Thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much. There.
0: <laughs> I I have no idea, man. I. I don't think it's the changes people wanted to see happen to Trials. Let's just put it that way. I don't think this was a home run by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's a gamble on their part.
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to have to agree there, even though I haven't played as much PvP in Destiny 2 as you have to have more of a concrete you know, understanding. But in history, right, in any competitive game that has removed Radar, It hasn't just inherently slowed down the gameplay and that's not what destiny 2 pvp needs right now now of course all these changes that they've made in 114 that's coming out in a couple weeks probably will increase the speed of the gameplay but removing the radar like people are really comfortable looking at the radar when they move around a map and it just makes them i shouldn't go around that corner so i'm just going to wait here see what happens It'll become more challenging.
0: If you're gonna run into a strong four stack with great communication, you're going to see trials carries struggle even harder. And for Bungie's sake, I hope it works out. As for the streaming community's sake too, I hope this is a change that goes well. And if not, revert it quickly and and look for other options is my ending thought there, Diddy. The time to kill thing. So the, the developers did come out and say, we've heard your feedback on decrease time to kill across the board. That's what the community has been shouting for the most part. I know there's some players who are saying, this is great, leave the time to kill where it's at, but I would wager just reading Reddit, Twitter, watching streams, that kind of stuff. (laughs) The majority of people fall into the camp of, if we make the time to kill faster, we'll see more hero moments, so we should push PVP in that direction. Essentially, what the developer said in the TWAB was, we're going to try and bring the time to kills more in line with things like urials across the board, everything kind of ballparking for that speed instead of just a global decrease to time to kill across the board. We've made Crucible way faster, like you move faster, you respawn faster, the heavy ammo comes up more, it drops on the floor, so you should be moving around more and, and it should be more reflective of that kind of an experience. Will it work? I don't know. Can't say without testing it for like 30 or 40 games. I am in that camp of I think if you lower the time to kill slightly, you'll have less of the team tactics, the less of the huddled up with a crew kind of environment that you have Mm in D2 versus D1. And Bungie have stated that's that was one of their objectives and pillars with D2 PvP was to make it a more teamwork-oriented experience. So I don't think they're ready to step away from that philosophy just yet. That's what I kind of read into this. Your thoughts? I think I'm going
1: to agree again (laughs) with you there. It's, that's the easy answer, right? Reduce time to kill. But if they do that, what else breaks, right? It's not just one answer and that's how you fix it because it's a, it's a sandbox, right? It's an ecosystem there. If you remove a, clump of sand in the sandbox from the bottom anything on top of that or around it is going to fall into that hole and it's going to break something else so it's definitely not you know the answer that Bungie just wants to give yeah okay increase time to kill have fun with that and then leave it on the table but i think all the changes they're making like you said are bringing it up to uriel's levels is kind of a way to increase or, excuse me, decrease the time to kill because they're they're buffing everything else, right? Bringing it in line with Uriel's, that, that tier, of course. And the more everything is on the same level in the even playing field, um, the the more consistent the game's going to feel, and I think it's going to be more beneficial in the long run.
0: My final thought is I've been listening to a lot of streamers, and I keep hearing this motif show up over and over again, which is... PVE has a strong shot this fall or in this next expansion, but PVP, it might be too late for. I'm not one of those people who thinks that a game can never improve or change. I mean, it def- definitely can. If Bungie were to hit the absolute home run and the perfect patch after perfect patch and make PVP incredible, I'm not saying that's off off the the board, right, or off the case of possibilities. But even if they do, there are so many ridiculously good multiplayer games out right now. I mean, Fortnite, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of that ditty here and there. As a free-to-play game, dedicated servers, even have the 60 FPS console patch that just went out not too long ago for a 100-person BR game. Wow. i are playing Siege and PUBG, and there are so many incredible options, Overwatch, for PvP multiplayer shooters right now that even if Bungie made the perfect patch... I think they would have a very hard time bringing them back to a peer-to-peer. I know it's hybrid, but a more peer-to-peer style game. Doesn't mean it can't happen, but my eggs and hopes are now in the PvE basket for the game moving forward. If PvP improves and drastically changes for the better, awesome. I went and played some Iron Banner this week. I had a pretty good time. Didn't like matching teams of four, as I'm a solo player, but wasn't horrible. It's not the game though I'm gonna pick up when I play with you guys on a Friday night, most likely, because we'll be doing
1: other stuff, you know, Overwatch or the PUBG's or the Fortnites. So in a way, from what you just said, Bungie is keeping the phrase veto for BRs alive, right? (laughs) We're vetoing Destiny 2 for Battle Royale games, like Fortnite and PUBG. (laughs) In, In
0: before, the Taken Queen is just a Battle Royale expansion for Destiny. If,
1: man... Destiny, if the, if the Taken Queen is two things and two things only, Battle Royale and Horde mode, it would be the greatest thing ever in Destiny. That is
0: what blows me away. Is like Expansion 2. Sit me in front of the director, you and me, Diddy, and we just plop the portfolio <laughs> down and he opens the cover page and it's just one word. Horde. Just build a good, robust Horde mode with
1: baller scoring and leaderboards. da More than one word. Uh, a phrase horde not prison of elders there you go <laughs> in,
0: in parentheticals underneath it yeah exactly subtitle <laughs> it
1: <laughs>
0: all right man uh that's gonna do it for dts 192 we'd love to hear your guys's opinions about this patch let us know in our discord at discord.me slash destiny the show or on twitter
1: at destiny the show diddy where can people find your content Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. If you want to read the patch notes for yourself, go to our website, destinytheshow.com,
0: for all the links from today and more. You can follow me on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, at Dragoon. Thanks for listening, Guardians, and have a great
1: week.